Hey y'all, Indy here from the Conscious Club Podcast, the number one podcast on Wolfpack this week. Tori and I are talking about Mr. Jack Conti. Not Jack Stratton, Mr. Jack Conti. It's Wolf adjacent. We're talking Scary Pockets. We're talking Pamplemousse. We're talking Patreon. The story of Mr. Jack Conti here on the Conscious Club Podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome back to the Conscious Club Podcast. I am your host today, Tori. And I'm Indy. Um, this is the Conscious Club Podcast. It is. It's the number one Wolfpack podcast. We beat out every single other competitor. Every single. In the uh, podcast, or the Wolfpack <laughs> podcast category, we're number one. Which, let me say, it was littered with with, with individuals and other podcasts. Oh, there was millions. Littered. Yeah, millions, hundreds, hundreds of thousands, maybe even okay, millions okay. of other Wolfpack there, there podcasts. Was, so sure. many, and we beat out every single one so, of those. So, I mean, do you, does that include like if anybody took a clip of Wolfpack anywhere and posted it on YouTube, is that considered a Wolfpack podcast? No, the other podcasts that exist that we beat out every single uh, one of them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How come my acting is better than your acting in this episode so far? Mm, we have off days. We have on days. <laughs> and um, sometimes you just get, uh, sometimes you just get funky, you know? What that segue? I, I, I always start it in the verse when it's... That would be so cool. But um, I think that today's Funky Duck is uh, Mr. Jack Conte. Yes, this is a... uh... The effervescent CEO. The the funk music CEO, (laughs) uh, Mr. Jack Conte. Extremely Wolf adjacent. Right. Um, uh, Jack Conte. Yeah, like far far extremes of Wolf adjacent. It's interesting. Um, I, I think it's we should also family. go through. Um, we should also start the show off because I think we uh, we we did like we, a, we did a, a little fifth bit. of the intro that we yeah. usually do. But yeah, sorry. It, yeah, it's a Jack Conti episode. We're in Zone Two. We're not experts. We're the IRS of the Wolf Pack. We're auditors of the Wolf Pack. It's TCCP, treasurers of talent, curators of controversy creators of content purveyors of podcasts mm-hmm. uh, instagram is at the 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 conscious club podcast on instagram uh it's at senorita toria s-e-n-o-r-i-t-a-t-o-r-i-a uh tccp direct at gmail.com hit us up you know send wow. your, your stuff the uh, fastest the intro way, he's ever cody done. send paintings at cody send paintings on instagram <laughs> the beautiful beautiful art behind us uh, he's got an etsy shop go buy the um the originals of every single art piece that he has because it pays the bills, y'all. <laughs> um, and also buy Tori's art, too. She's got an Etsy shop, and it's really cool. Buy the originals, too, Aww. because uh, it'll contribute to the show continuing. Um, welcome. That was a very fast intro you just You did. like that? That was fast. W- was that Zone 2? No, it was a little sad for Zone 2. Sad? It wasn't a very happy... Uh, it wasn't a very happy intro. Not Not happy? No. Okay. How about, uh, we are in zone two. We are not there experts. Uh, we're the auditors of the Wolfpack. It's uh, TCCP. Right. Uh, it's at the Conscious Club Podcast, uh, at Senorita Toria, <laughs> uh, TCCP direct at gmail.com, Cody Send Paintings, buy his original art, buy her original art. Uh, and welcome, my friends. Welcome. I think that was a more positive NPR take uh, on the intro to the Conscious Club Podcast. 
And it is uh, Mr. Jack Conte here. Uh, He's not in studio, but we're talking about him. Mr. Jack Conte. Let's let's go into zone two, huh? Yeah, so we're starting off this podcast about Jack Conte with some hot takes from uh, the pack here. I am related to him. The first one is I'm gonna butcher this name, but it's Benjamin, but instead of a J, Benjamin. It's like Benjamin. That's a dope name, though. Benjamin says, uh, whenever I hear someone say Patreon, I think scary pockets and the feeling of surprise never vanquishes. Mm. It's not every day that the member of your small YouTube indie band is a millionaire. Maybe I just like bands with CEOs like Wolfpack. Someone buy Jack's book already. (laughs) We need to we need to push Jack into the stratosphere um, (laughs) by giving him that two hundred ninety thousand dollar book. Heck yeah. Um, Benjamin. That that almost sounds like a a name that'd be in Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm like Benjamin, yeah, Benjamin. I know Benjamin. Benjamin. Not uh, Benjamin. Benjamin. Not Benjamin. Ah, uh, you think it's Benjamin? Uh, vanquishes. <laughs> Billionaire CEO. <laughs> anyway, we love Benjamin. He's a conversation starter. Love it. Yeah. So next up we have a uh, Mikey from the pack. He says. I love guys like Jack Conte and Jack Stratton, the Jacks. They're more than band leaders. They're forgo- forging a new path for modern musicians. They are leaders, business persons, marketers, and innovators, giving musicians in the 21st century the opportunity to make money again and be creatively free. Shout out. Woo! That is a statement. Mikey, dude. Wow. And, you know, I love the Jacks, too. Because much like Jack, Jack, Jack Stratton, it's like Jack isn't a millionaire. Maybe not. Probably He's not. He's on his way, this guy. Be- um, yeah. Only a matter of time. But you don't have to be a millionaire. He has, like, the as successful as Jack Conte is in Patreon, Jack's as successful in or more successful in a different way. It doesn't have to be mon- monetary. Mm-hmm. Because I think that both Jacks represent a um, a... A path like a like a like a beacon of mm. greatness mm. a beacon of greatness um that you know they demand high uh they have a high standard of quality that they demand out of everybody they work with mm-hmm. um and you know the products uh the, <laughs> the the products uh show that result mm-hmm. you know they're both bringing products to market they're Very just true. they're masked in different ways <laughs> um yeah, the Jacks. The Jacks. The Jacks. We're here. I love it. And we're going to pull together the, uh, the, the, the the Jack spectrum here. We're going to show you how these two came to meet and, uh, and uh, work together on a few things. Actually, many things. Um, right. So, yeah. Be- before we jump into that, I, I do want to go back on to Mikey's uh, opinion mm-hmm. here. So... Leaders, business persons, marketers, innovators, giving musicians in the 21st century the opportunity to make money again and be creatively free. Be true. Like, I just want to harp on that a second because it's, it's, uh, it's so right. You know, like. It's all about taking out that third party. It's all about, it's all about going around the man. Cutting the cable. Cutting the fucking cable, dude. That's right. It's all about you can do it yourself and you don't need a big studio right. that's going to take like pretty much 80% of your profit away from you. 70 off it's the top. all about yep. taking what is yours and what have you you have earned and putting it in your pocket Preach. and not the man's pocket. That's right, girl. Yeah. That's right. That's I love about. that. And they're both doing it in different ways. And like, I think Jack, uh, Jack Conte is filling a void that mm-hmm. needed to be filled uh with content creation mm-hmm. where um in order to create great content you have to do it full time yeah so like how else are you ever gonna you know pay the pay bills, bills at all yeah without something like patreon and and also i think jack is kind of on the other end of the spectrum of it where it's like yeah it might not necessarily be a direct payment you know payment uh, option like patreon mm-hmm. is to contribute but it's 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 all about owning your own music. I think, right. It's Jack Conte makes it available so that makes makes it so that we can make money as an artist and or as an artist and grow our our audience mm-hmm. with some sort of payment back. Whereas Jack is more of a 
you can do anything you want if you focus your attention right. Where mm-hmm. it's it seems like Jack Jack Conte is kind of um, helping continue production of things, while Jack Stratton is more of a of of a of of finding what's in yourself. Mm that keeps you to create content. So I think mm. they, you know, you know what I mean? Where it's like, it's a drive and, and being great. And also they're, they're both great in what they do, but it's just like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like they kind of come at it at different angles. For sure. Like yeah. one helps you create content, but one inspires you to create content. Mm. So it's like, whether you got the double jacks, you got two jacks, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're both, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like and like you said, they're both innovators. They both didn't sell out, you know. Right, but, but they did and didn't. They did and didn't, and and they did it their right. own way though. Like that's right. the important thing. It's 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 the sell the selling out of it, it, it. It's the wrong word because it's it's more. It's only a matter of time before your value is is uh, is respected mm-hmm. and also respected enough for somebody to pay money for. Yeah, fly into a different state to see you, mm-hmm. you know, some, yeah, for sure. you know, and that just goes to show and also innovating. They're both mm-hmm. innovating. Um, like, yeah, man, it's, it's super cool because with both of these jacks, you know, it's their Jack, Jack of all trades together. For you sure. Know what I mean? for sure. And master of them all too. <laughs> so, uh, Jack Conte, who is he? Where did he come from? How did it all get started? Yeah. We're all going to find out. So let's 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 dive in, huh? Yeah, let's do a little bit of where he started in his bio here. So, um, Jack... Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay, sorry, guys. I accidentally zoomed out here of my bio. So Jack Conte was born in July of 1984, and he's an American musician, singer-songwriter, disc jockey, entrepreneur, and filmmaker. He's one half of the band Pomplamoose, along with his wife, Natalie Dawn, as well as being the CEO and co-founder of Patreon. So he... Ooh, I know. That alone. That alone. That's, that's an accolade. That mm-hmm. Many accolades there. Yeah. So he's recorded two EPs. Sleeping Mm. Color and Nightmares and Daydreams and release them along with the compilation Video Songs Volume 1 through the iTunes store. And Conte's use of electro harmonics audio equipment has been featured by the company in several different videos. Can can we look at that for a sec? Of course we can. Electro Harmonics is a New York-based company that makes high-end electronic audio processors. Ah, and and rebranded vacuum vacuum tubes. tubes. I really like this. This is super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. It's it's highly technical. Exactly how... The Axis Fuzz Pedal. Love that. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, fuzz pedals, dude. Mm. This is great. So it's all about... uh, Yeah. Oh, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Chris Cornell. The Edge. Flea. Flea. Fucking everybody, yo. Mm-mm-mm. Love that. Jack White. Dude, the Jacks are just flooding in. David Gilmore. Damn. So a lot <laughs> of people use the uh the electroharmonics equipment. Um, um all right, and then what is the Wolf Nection? Yeah. What is the where to the where do the Wolfs uh emerge here? Okay, so this is not documented, and this is kind of my uh, is it some my uh, speculation? Some, some yeah, my speculation from the research that I've done. So, um, Jack Conte and Ryan Lerman are actually childhood friends, and so uh, my the the way in which I think they met was that um, Jack probably met Jack Conte through Ryan Lerman, who is the engineer for Wolfpack, mm-hmm. and they also both share Ryan Studios for recording Fearless Flyers and other things. And that's kind of how I feel like they probably met him was through Ryan Lerman. How did you? And that's just speculation. You have no like. No, I know like that they Wikipedia were childhood friends. Citations for that. What do you mean? How they met? Right, like how you're speculating this? Because I think that's. I think that's, I know that they were childhood friends. Oh, that you know is that. proven. Ah, okay, Look, right, right. I have proof. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I couldn't Great. get anything more high res than this. I highly apologize. <laughs> Don't but apologize. They're old friends. So this is Ryan, uh, or I mean, sorry, this is Jack, Ryan, and Lewis Cole. Yeah. So they were, um, they were childhood friends. And then I, this might be wrong, but you can try. You can uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Ryan went to to uh, U U of M, right? Did he Maybe. go to... Maybe he's got a LinkedIn. You know you what? Know, you he has a website, us. so it might be on his website. Oh, Ryan. Lerner. I should know this because there'll be another uh, 
uh, episode coming soon where right. we will be discussing Ryan Lerman and stuff. Um, uh, it just goes to his band. It looks like a band camp. Oh, uh, see if he has a wiki, actually. Ryan Lerman. Bear with us here on the Concert Club Podcast. There we are is. figuring things wiki. out along with you. Twitter. Um, oh. Dang it. Uh, maybe uh, maybe I can just do LinkedIn. Maybe. I think you went to U of M. I have it in, in, in a prepped episode here. Um, of where he went to school. Yeah. Well, we don't know for sure, y'all. Yeah. But uh, it's not readily available. Anyways. But that's why we have Danny Wood as a fan, right? Thank you, Danny. For that comment that I know doesn't exist yet, but will, uh, telling probably filling in this gap that we're, uh, experiencing, but, um, interesting. I, I, I definitely think that, that, uh, how they, how you think they met probably did happen in that way since like mm-hmm. engineering, engineer to engineer mm-hmm. and then cut. Yeah. So interesting things here. I want to say, I want to see where, if it says where he went to college or Jack went to college. Mr. Jack Conti. But I don't think it says because it would definitely be in my thing. Right. He was born in San Francisco, though. It makes sense with the Silicon Valley. Uh, yeah, tech. for sure, for sure. Yeah. All I know, though, is that those two were uh, childhood friends. And I think maybe Lerman went to school with Jack. I think that's that connection, but I'm not. Oh, I remember. Oh, oh I oh. remember. I hot remember. Take. I remember. Hot take, hot take, hot take. So, um, uh, Let's do it. the connection is Rob Stenson. Uh, as it always is, as it always so is. So Rob Stenson and Lerman were friends and that's how those two Right. Those two and were friends, and that's how Jack met so, Lerman. Oh, I so, remember now. Oh my God. So, and Stenson so, went to it was from Michigan. Gotcha. And so interesting. So is Ryan Lerman, Jack Conti's Rob Stenson? Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. In this abstract universe. Hundred <laughs> percent. Great. Uh, I have the picture painted. Love so. that. Even though I know that's way, it's way different. (laughs) Come on guys. Um, all right. So, um, we have some links. Is that what I see? Yeah. So this is stuff that we can't do the audio to, but I mean, you guys, you guys know that they've done like, so they actually have one, two, three, four, five. Wolf has recorded with scary pockets five times. Like the different members have. Ah, so I'm not going to play any audio. And we're playing audio. Sorry about that. That's okay. But um, yeah. If you guys haven't seen any of these, like there's one where Jackson and oh, Mushy's in the room. Yeah, Mushy's here. And and Mushy, it looks like Mushy stole Jack's he- headphones. <laughs> yep. Oh, this oh this is the one with Bill Wirtz. Uh huh. Remember that that photo from a long time ago in, in like episode three mm-hmm. or something where they're all wearing the that's the yeah. same uh, the same shirts. Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. This is very interesting because it's uh it's it's a rare occurrence to see Mushy in the flesh. Yeah, and Ryan Lerman is playing on this. So right. we have Conte, Lerman, and Mush. And then This is so cool. Um, this brings me back to starting this podcast. Seeing right? these the, the clothes on these men on these men here. Right. Because I seeing Mushy in that way Mm-hmm. Or seeing Jack as mushy in that way. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's exactly how he looked at the satellite show. Literally, which, if yeah. you go back to episode one, you'll see him. It's literally like, you know, like Jack goes through these kind of like look. Um, like he'll grow a beard really thick from, yep. for a nice that's mushy mush. take that he'll do. And it's great to it's great to go, oh, I remember Process. I remember that time, that small time frame where Jack looked like that. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's a, and we saw him time. in person in that same jacket, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And also we saw him in person with the love yourself. We saw him in person with the same jacket there. Yeah. And then here's right? Mush. Here's Jack. Yeah. Jack as Jack, basically. And we've seen him in right. this green jacket, too. And I love how he has green in his shoes to match his little jacket. It's mm-hmm. pretty cute. Um, so, yeah. Jack has done two videos with them. And then we also have Wolf adjacent and Wolf members who have done stuff with them. Um 
we have one here with of course and it's popping up we have of course antoine which we've talked about this one. Oh, um, is this the one where he looks like he's held hostage 100 percent correct jack's living his best life though jack conte um, and you know we if you if you've seen prior podcasts we cannot play uh, scary yeah, so pockets content because their music's licensed unlike Wolf Peck unlike Corey Wong unlike dude Theo Jack Conte's trying to get that money dude well, and, and completely understandable if I was a if I was a millionaire CEO I would want my cut my bases covered too but, yeah uh, and this is one of my favorites that Scary Pockets have done and this is just the way you are Billy Joel with uh, Theo Katzman. This one's awesome. really, really good if you haven't seen this one. Um, and then the last one that Wolf members have done is, of course, Mr. Joey Dasik. Ah, Joey D, y'all. Heck yeah, dudes. And that scarf on the bass player <laughs> is thick with PCs. I love it. Yeah, so... And yeah. Joey's clutching his sacks much like the uh, the MSG <laughs> Uh, painting of him where he's clutching the sacks yeah, maybe she got the the, the still ah, from this perhaps it, w- it was a, a solid month and a half before msv mm-hmm. never know love never that know. great cool so yeah those so are if you haven't seen uh, all of those that's how many they've done with them so far and i'm sure there's going to be more like i could see woody sitting in um i could see who else has you know been. there's so many goddamn videos i know unless you've there probably is more than these. <laughs> oh, for sure. You know that they have them backlogged. Right, like right. And I'm sure Danny Wood will keep us accountable there. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for that. Um, all right. So from Sims to Scary Pocket. Yeah. So uh, uh, we're going to continue with Jack's Jack Conte's story here. So um, Conte's first notable appearance in mainstream media was when he supplied the voice for the teenage boy character in the popular video game The Sims 2. Ah. So he, he started in Sims, this guy. And then he really got into like the beginning of YouTube. So he gained widespread oh. attention when his video Yeah, Yeah, Yeah was featured on YouTube's main page, which is now the trending like the trending page on YouTube. Right. We're going to watch it. Don't worry. Oh, okay. The video. okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, the it's coming there. up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He garnered over 1 million views um, on this video. And that was like a big deal back in the day. And right. we have the video and I'm pretty sure we're going to be okay to play it um, with audio. So. Not licensed. This was Jack Conte's first video, you guys. And this is in 2008 Like the beginning of like When YouTube first started Getting really yeah. popular I don't hate it It's really good Stop motion So 08 video, right? Has that like a little bit of that emo vibe, you know? Yeah. Punky vibe. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is really well done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this is his wife. No. Oh, no. never mind. Pardon me. His wife is, is blonde. Um, this probably was his girlfriend at the time, maybe. Starring Maggie Mason. Yeah. His wife's name is Natalie. So yeah, this is like his first big video, and it's like the first thing he started. He created. Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. He made the music as well, right? Oh. Written, directed, it produced. Must be his EP. Perhaps. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
my god. That was creepy, I have to admit. That was really good blocking on that shot. <laughs> the, the rack back and forth and the walk out of frame, the walk in frame. Great blocking, that block. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Pretty good. That's really, really good. It's first video. I appreciate that. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Um... The majority of his music is released as singles new posted music. to YouTube. New music is released as singles posted to YouTube. These mostly take the form of video songs, a medium he defines with two rules. <laughs> so this is like all the covers that we see and all the music yeah. that we see from Pompomus and exactly. uh, Scary Pockets. So, oh, it's pardon. a medium that he de he created in his opinion. I, he I I don't I do <laughs> not disagree with that. It's it's pretty official because I'm sure you could just get those songs licensed anyway. Mm -hmm. You know. And they don't necessarily have to be on an album, right? right? Um, but yes, his medium, a medium he defines with two rules as the following. Number one, what you see is what you hear. No lip syncing for instruments or voice. If you he Number two, if you hear it at some point, you see it. No hidden, no hidden sounds. So Jack definitely does this in a way, but he kind of cheats it because he does like, right. he'll take out instruments and stuff like that if he doesn't right. like it in the final mix and stuff. Yeah. And and we don't even know if it's like a true actual like right. one take on camera thing yeah, or if it's for show. These two rules, I don't necessarily, there's something about it I don't like. Mm. Like I think it's, I think it's more of a, um. How do you say like I think of it's I think of it as a an unnecessary barrier mm. to creativity, mm. you know, where it's like they're kind of putting up these or it's like, I don't know. Obviously, this stems from like if you have something that you want out of the mix that you recorded in the video, does the video not go up? Do, right. You know, like do you have to do some fancy push in to exclude that person from the frame? Do you cut away? You know what I mean? Like, so because you're not hearing it, so you don't see it much like, uh, the El Chepe video where you don't, you see Corey Wong playing, but it's not him or not, not, uh, not El Chepe. Um, it's one of the songs and don't get pissed at me, Danny. It's, it's, <laughs> you, you guys all know the song where Corey's playing on the, in the video, but not on the track. I mean, you know what I mean? but, um, interesting. You it's kind of different than that, though, because I feel like this is basically saying, like, there is no, there is no post. There is no af, there is no mix. It's the It's music. whatever is played in that moment is, mm. is what's put to, put to what they recorded, and that's it. So, in a way, it is, w would you say that it helps creativity because it sets up these perimeters or this time frame or it's like, that's it. It's definitely more loose than Jack's approach in a way, because he, he's definitely more, more loose. I, I, I thought think. this would be more rigid than Jack's, uh, Jack Stratton's approach. Jack. Cause this seems like, sorry to interrupt, but like, this seems like a very Silicon Valley tech guy way of, mm -hmm. of producing art. Yeah. Right. It's, it seems pretty it's very rule. It's like cause there's code. rules. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, the rules set up like, like, like in the tech industry where you use code to build yeah. tech products, you know? And, and Jack kind of really is more artsy and doesn't really have rules. Stratton. Like he has a formula, but he still like plays with it does new things. And right. like, but I feel like this is more. They're two different things. They're different. Yeah. yeah it's different. Yeah. Where it's like, I definitely get the, like the video songs as a tech product almost mm -hmm. where it's like, this is the thing I made. You know, whereas like Jack doesn't necessarily care about that. Right. Like his albums are the products. Right. But yeah. But anyway, on to, on to more, uh, Conte facts. Conte formed the band Pamplemousse, uh, Pamplemousse <laughs> with Natalie Don, his wife in mid 2008. The band they actually weren't dating before they, uh, yeah, they you... weren't married. They, they started doing music together and then formed relationships. So that's kind of cool. Uh, interesting. Huh? Jack. Jack, you need to find it, huh? your Natalie Dawn. That's right. He woke up that morning. 
<laughs> nice dawn, am I right? <laughs> um, the band's presence is primarily online, having only performed a handful of live shows. Nevertheless, the collaboration has garnered uh, a significant fan support. And fueled by the feature of their video, Hail Mary, on the main page of YouTube, uh, Pamplemosa's channel is over 700,000 subscribers as of August 19, 2019, and the duo has produced their third studio album released by Julia nu- Nunes, mm-hmm. or Nunes, as we'd call it in San it's Diego. Nunes. <laughs> yeah, Nunes. Julia Nunes, bro. <laughs> Hitting some waves with Nunes um, in 2010. So that's super cool. You know, Jack Jack Conti really kind of has the uh, the uh, the audience. Mm-hmm. you know and uh it's just prolific mm-hmm. quite a prolific dude and his wife as well mm-hmm. uh but pamplemos yeah so um it's it's they call it californian multi-instrumentalists that's that's what they that's what this duo is called in their wiki it's just kind of cute um and the so their band formed summer of 2008 um, and then they sold approximately 100,000 songs online in 2009. Hmm. And they're known for their viral YouTube videos and novelty covers. So similar to kind of Scary Pockets. It's like mm-hmm. it's a lot of covers. But I think we're going to be able to show this baby Pomplemousse video of them when they were younger doing music. Because I'm pretty sure it won't be licensed. Uh, oh, yeah. Let me we're just good. check though, just in case. Pretty sure we're good. Yeah, we're good. Oh, see, look at He even put the rules in the bio here. This fucking guy. That's so funny. That's funny. Okay, this so we're guy. good. We can show this. This is like from when they first started, June right. 2008. This is our first collaboration video, and it's a combination of my music and Natalie's music. They're awfully close. And that's all. See it on the screen, Conte. He's not following his own rules. Nope. Dude. Calling you out. Looking at you, bro. I hear that Tam. Dude. Dude. He should be doxxed. No doxing. Maybe. God. The glass I cannot stand. <laughs> So yeah, cool, cool uh, like, start. Yeah, this is like where they started. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we have any um, other links? Yeah, for Pamplemousse that we can play. So uh, I wonder if there's any other older ones here that we could watch. Yeah. Alright, so I was going to do some Pomp Now. Pomp Them Pomp Now? Mm-hmm. But let me, okay. let me take a look. We've uh, up, we've uh, gone forward. Uh, oh, this is... Uh, That's fine. I just want to show stylistically. 
Yeah, we've we're now eleven years later, mm-hmm. and it's way different. Very good. Yeah, it's a very different style. Lots more people, obviously. They have the money to have like <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Fucking uh-huh. Jack Conte on the uh, the accordion, just being a ham, huh? <laughs> Good things. That's so. so cool. Yeah, it's like way different now, but yeah. it's pretty cool. The Conte man. Mm-hmm. What else we got uh, visually here? Bulletproof, huh? Yeah. Is this uh, copy written too? It looks like it would. Listen on Spotify. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. hundred five thousand percent. For sure. That's Studio 71. That damn Studio 71. So, yeah, they do a lot of cool stuff that you guys can look at. I'm sure you guys uh, already have listened, is, but. This is recorded at the Pete Men Studio. Mm. Uh, this is where uh, um, Running Away mm. with Steve Gadsden. Yeah. Love or it. Is it Steve Gadsden? No. No, David T. Uh, D- David T. Walker and, and Gadsden. Gadsden, yeah. The, the Chia Pet. Yeah, Chia, Chia yeah. Pet. Yeah, yeah. From uh, Wolf Style. <laughs> yeah. Love Garfield. It, Chia. What's his name? What, what is uh, uh, Gadsden? Hmm? Uh, what's his first name? I I, I actually want to beat Danny Steve. Wood. Wait, no. Uh, yeah. James Gadsden. James Gadsden. It's James. Oh. Put in James. Yeah. James Gadsden. Yeah. Yep. Mr. Chia Pet himself. All right. Chia Chia. All right. So. <laughs> So it seems as if uh, for a good uh, 10 years that he's been doing music. Yeah. And um, before seems... Patreon or before he was involved in the tech world. Right. Yeah. And and it's it's great to actually see them now that Patreon's so successful and that mm-hmm. he's still pumping out content and music is super cool. Yeah. He still um, keeps that in his life. But it seems though as though, um, you know, it's probably Patreon was kind of filling a void that he felt he wanted to see and we're gonna get into that right now right because it seems like in that 2008 that he was making content and not making any money from exactly. it and he's going and like look well, at him how now can I make goddamn money on this yep and now we move into patreon that's literally what what we're gonna be talking about here because we have a cool uh, article with like kind of a q a great so we'll like hear why he started patreon so it's pretty cool so in may uh in May 2013, Conte announced the launch of Patreon, a crowdfunding venture together with his co-founder, Sam Yam. Mm, Sam Yam, yeah. And he marketed it as like a Kickstarter for people who release stuff on a regular basis, which mm. is what he does. So this is him and Sam Yam. And if anyone... And what he still does, release stuff on a regular basis. Exactly. Super cool. Um, if anyone wants to take a look at this article, I'm going to give credit. It's for, from Forbes. So you can go uh, to Forbes.com and uh, just search Patreon and it'll come up. So if anyone wants to look at it. But we're going to go into this Q&A here. Um, so I thought this was just a cool, uh, a cool statement here, a cool uh, little paragraph. And it is the moment perfectly captures what Conte lightheartedly calls his identity crisis, being CEO and founder of a hundred per startup person person, startup valued in September at an estimated $400 million (laughs) without completely giving up on his passion for music, which is what led him to invent Patreon in the Ah. first place. A lot of creators depend on us being a high-performance team, Conte says, during an interview at Patreon San Francisco office. That's the most important thing in the world to me. So there's less time for music. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, bridging a tie to our earlier statements mm-hmm. on, uh, on why we think it's all covers all the time. Yeah. For Scary Pockets. And that, that basically paints that picture. Yeah. Right. Less time yeah. for music. But so we're going to get into why he made Patreon. So um, first off, since Conte started Patreon four years ago with his Stanford University roommate, Sam Yam, who's the CTO of the company. And now it would be six years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so in 2017, it's paid out more than 250 million to artists. Wow. And 150 million alone. That's just in 2017. So that number is like way bigger now. Wow. I know. So let's get into why he made Patreon here. So do you want to read this? Yeah, sure. 
For Conti, the mission is personal. <laughs> oh my God. He grew up in a Bohemian chic. In Bohemian Chic, Marin County, just north of San Francisco, and was hooked on music from age six when his father taught him the blue scale. Um, while studying music and composition at Stanford, he started making YouTube videos with his then girlfriend, Natalie Nutson. Uh, in 2007, the two married in 2016. Uh, in 2013, he drained his savings account, maxed out two credit cards, and spent three months making an elect electronic music video, uh, complete with robots and a replica of the Millennium Falcon cockpit. <laughs> his fans loved the video, which got more than a million YouTube views in its first year. However, Conte uh, pocketed just $54 from the ad revenue over the video's first month. Um, to date, it has generated about a thousand dollars. Not include, uh, not including Conte's time, it has cost more than ten thousand dollars to make. It was this rock bottom moment for me as a creator. Conte says he knew he'd be, he knew he'd created something of value, but would never be paid for it. That discrepancy led directly to the formation of Patreon. He adds, mm -hmm. "Whoa, that's an interesting Crazy. story." Because like. Fuck, man. When I first read that, drained the savings, maxed out two credit cards, and spent three months making an electronic music video. I know. that That's something that I'm like contemplating doing on building a podcast business. I know. <laughs> he put it into one video in 2007. I know. He <laughs> so paid $10,000 like, to make it and only made $54 right. back. It's almost as if he had to make Patreon. In, in order, order to, like, to survive. In order to survive at all. Because he's like, if I, I'm an artist, I'm never going to get paid for this in a mainstream way ever. Unless I can create a platform that does. Yeah. 100%. Man, dude. And start licensing his music and everything. Right. And then uh, Sam made Patreon as well in a few months. So that's interesting. Conte discussed his idea with Yam, <laughs> who programmed the site in months. It went live in May 2013. And within, within minutes more... Then a hundred wait, and within minutes, more than a hundred fans were pledging towards upwards of seven hundred dollars a month to support Conte's work. Within months, Patreon had investors. Holy yeah. so crap. He literally just pitched this to his roommate at the time, Sam Yam. And and this guy made the entire thing within months, this site. And now they're millionaires. Man, that now they so have a hundred person team in, in San Francisco. That's so inspiring. Yeah. That's so, so, so inspiring. So like, it just shows that like when you make friendships and you meet people in college right. or even after college or even when you're people younger, at work, you know, people I, at work, I, yeah. you know, there's nothing keeping you from doing what you want to do or filling something, filling, filling a void that you think like, or I mean, solving a problem that doesn't, that no solution exists for. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like being... Being like, I'm sure Conti was like, I just want to get paid, man. Mm -hmm. Like for making my art, I want people because like it takes an understanding of internet culture, which I think he does uh, extremely well understand internet culture mm -hmm. and how, pe how people digest content. Also, Jack Stratton has that same mm -hmm. kind of uh, savvy, right? And it's it's being able to go. I'm confident about this. This is going to happen. This is a product that'll work. Um, and you just got to be resourceful mm -hmm. and say, this needs to exist in the world. Just like making this podcast, just like doing anything. You have to make a decision, act on it, and be resourceful enough to get people who know what the hell they're doing to help you with your goal. 100%. And it's, it's, it's super cool because like I know a lot of coders mm -hmm. working at BuzzFeed and, and now I'm at Group 9, aka the Dodo. And, mm -hmm. and, and the, the holding company that owns the Dodo. And it's like, wow, what, what idea do I have that I could be resourceful in and gather people around mm -hmm. to create an idea? It just shows, it just goes to show that you can do it too. Right. You know, you just got to do it. Yeah. You know, if you, if you, if you've walked around going, man, I wish that existed, that would just solve my problem. Mm. And probably millions of other people's problems that, that are, are in a similar way right and then right. it's just going i'm making the solution yeah whatever that whatever that will be and it's interesting you know 
Also, if you go back in history, I I, I forgot where exact where exactly I heard this, but I think there was a, a point in time. I think it was like at the end of the 1800s or the early 1900s or somewhere between you know a couple hundred mm-hmm. years ago that some country or e- either was Britain or America or whomever I forgot exactly the exact details, but they wanted to shut down the um, patent office because they thought every good invention has had already been made. Whoa. And this is in the 1800s, 1900. You know what I mean? Like before anything that we before we had even used any today. of the like medical technology right. and like they're like how be- how much military better military technology right like, like like in in 2006 when we got 720p HD television oh yeah, my right? god how could it get any better 1080 and like Wi-Fi 4K, Bluetooth 8K. 4G right 10 like, gigabit Ethernet you, you, apps <laughs> everything you know what I mean iPhone like, Apple to, yeah and Teslas. Tesla's, SpaceX, you know, they're like, building like an electronic road system Patreon. underneath LA. Right. Yeah. To, to quote uh, Joe Rogan, you know, Elon Musk is making LA into Swiss cheese, you know, literally. So it's super funny how kind of it went from that to where we are now, you know, and it's, yeah, it's uh, a little history lesson here on the God just Club How podcast. did they think everything would, everything was made back then? I don't know. That makes no I sense. I heard it somewhere. Uh, and that's the thing nowadays. You can never really fucking know if it's true or know not. where things came from and yeah. all that crap. So it's funny. anyway, that's, so, uh, so yeah, here's a picture of, uh, just a small amount of their, uh, team ups. here. <laughs> yeah. Um, at Patreon and Sam Yam is in the front with his laptop. So beautiful. Yeah. And then I have Sam Yamo has a good doggo. Go down. Oh, he's a corgi. I had to put that in for you because you love corgis. Yeah, I love corgis. Corgis are one of my favorite small dogs. Yeah. I don't really like that. Too many small dogs. I mean, I love all dogs. Don't get me (laughs) wrong. It's just like, I wouldn't own a small dog. Yeah. I would save and help one, but, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't want them yapping around me. Okay. <laughs> um, so that now we're diving into the scary pockets here. All right. Um, I wanted to go on their website really quick because first of all, they have a really cool website um, that you guys should take a look at. But I I wanted to make a note that uh, they have little to no merch. These guys. Mm. And it's kind of sad because, like, if you look in their studio space, um, like their Ryan Lerman space, they have, like, all right. those cool posters. And they have really amazing art that's been done for all of their records. Right. Um, and, like, the, that could be really cool t-shirts and stuff. So, um, huh. yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Interesting on the merch, the merch front here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they only, like, one poster and, like, one shirt, really, I feel. Wow. Um, and then they do have a few shows if you guys ever want to see them in person. Yeah, this 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 episode might be posted after these happen, but it could be posted before these happen. So if when you see this, this already happened, yeah. then you, you know. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, awesome. and then I want to do a controversial hot take from the pack on the uh, scary pockets. I am so ready. Are you I ready to so get ready. into the shade? Let's dive in deep. Let's do. It. Pack member Neil, oh. Scary Pockets is a boneless wolf pack. No, <laughs> no, it's wrong. Will says, agreed. Donovan says, uh, IMO, it's even more novelty than wolf pack. Somebody said, ironic post. Mm, boneless wolf pack. <laughs> wolf pack's younger brother started a cover band. Anything including Sam Wilkes is just teaching y'all how to be funky. Scary Pockets is Wolfpack, but less funny. Um, go up a little sec. Uh, um, Wolfpack's younger brother started a cover band. That is probably the closest so far yeah. to what I it think actually that's is. Kind of accurate. And when you say something is the something of something, it's not, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. They're so different. It's hard like, to say that Lyft they're a boneless. Is the Uber, is the Uber se- yeah. the second Uber? Is a it's boneless. Like, yeah. Right. I, yeah, I don't I don't like kind of pigeonholing that shit, you know? Uh, know. This one's kind of funny though. Ah. The, the house band of the subconscious club. I like it. Discount Wolfpack. That Oh my god. The scarcity model. Scarcity it's discount model. Wolfpack. Yeah. It's discount Wolfpack. Uh we're we're getting closer here. Yeah. Scary Pockets is <laughs> I know I just 
I just contradicted myself. I know. Um, Scary Pockets is Berkeley Funk. Ah. Ah. Mm, kind of. Yeah. Uh, possibly the wrong place to say this. My only problem with Scary Pockets is that I don't think everything needs to be a funk song. We've covered that in, in prior episodes. Yeah. Um, put it in your scary back pocket. <laughs> like love that. that. Love, love, love that. Uh, Kyle? Sile? Um, Mickey says, uh, we need S, uh, Scary Pockets to do a funk cover of a Wolf song so exhibit, so exhibit can go, oh, dog, I heard you like funk, so we funk cover the funk song so you can get to funky while you're getting funky. Terrible comment. Uh, I it sucks because when you start reading a sentence, you kind of have to finish it, and uh, shouldn't have even started that. Uh, this thread is good. This thread is good. So keep going. Discount Wolfpack. Oh, there's more. There's more. Um, pack member Cum says, <laughs> and this one matches his name because it's so heinous, and I dis a fucking agree with Cum it? here. Cum, yeah. They pack have more cum. sold than Wolfpack any day. Dis-a-fucking-gree. Uh, Highly disagree. I Highly disagree. I also, I want to take the high road and say that we don't know and we don't know them. So that could be true, could not be true, but I'm more leaning on your side. I'm saying music-wise. Wolfpack oh. has way more soul. Not saying, not saying like physical, like oh, soul. person-wise. Like, like R&B and soul. Yeah. Sorry. I got, I got, yeah, I yeah, got yeah. a little cerebral. Yeah, not there. spiritually. Yeah, on, we don't know these. On folks, a personal dude. level, I mean, like music-wise, they have more soul, and I highly agree. They have well, Antoine fucking Stanley, bitch. I mean, well, so did Scary Pockets for one second, and he looked like a hostage <laughs> in that video. True. So you know how much soul they got. The shit. Damn, dude. <laughs> Damn, dude. Um. All right. Well, I think I think we can leave yeah. it there. Yeah. So this this brings us to funny funk. This brings us to funny fucking. Funk. I'm ready to laugh, y'all. All right. All right. When none of your friends, <laughs> like but it's your car. <laughs> <laughs> that one's really funny. I just love this meme. Like yeah. I just think it's a funny meme. Is that him on Oprah, or something? Oh God, I don't remember what it's yeah. from. I think it's Oprah. Hi, I am Amanda Lynn. Well, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got C C T over mm-hmm. here shaking hands. C T, dude. Uh, Lerman Chewer, huh? Mm-hmm. What's this video? Exclusive Lerman footage from MSG. Sound on. Oh my god. Just him chewing his gum. It's, it's kind of gross take. after a while, it is right? A gross after a while. That I, is crazy. It's kind of funny because it's accurate. Like, his chewing is really obnoxious. Right. And we always have our. our Dude, our Danny fan. Wood coming in with more content. He is pushing it out. We love you, Danny Wood. Keep doing what you're doing because you you make it some great content, yeah. So we have Bill Hader on SNL. Me when I hear Daddy, he's got a Tesla. I love this. So this is uh, 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 Bill Hader on mm-hmm. SNL. Yeah. (laughs) 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 I love this so much, dude. Love it. Dude, Danny. Danny Wood is bringing... Memes to the uh, memes to the to the people. To this guy. Memes to this. Uh, memes to the masses. Memes to the masses, <laughs> dude. Podcast the platforms. Memes, memes to, to the, the masses. masses. That's right. This is our last image to end. <laughs> to end funny <laughs> funk. Conte himself. Conte himself. Straight that's, jamming, he, yo. Like that's what I feel like. Uh, he thinks <laughs> should he is be all a the meme. Time. Yeah. Should be a meme, actually. Yeah. Yes. Like, he's, like, staring at Weird Al and going, fucking, you you can't beat me at this. Cannot beat me at this. Wow. Well, that's great. Awesome, awesome stuff. And maybe I'll do a a video song. 
for All right. Me. He's going to take us have, out, this guy. You have to be able to see it. So, <laughs> and he'll sit over here. All right. Video song. Okay. Video song. And maybe you can sing. Maybe you can sing. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe you could sing. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's do... Uh, let's do... Uh, No. Nope. Okay, then how about Santa Baby? Oh. <laughs> um. Uh, how does it go? What, what's the what, what's the uh? Here, let me down the chimney tonight. Here, let me grab it. I'm on it, dude. You know when when the when the rhythm just leaves your head. Yeah. Yeah. Here it is. Uh, Here I'll it freaking is, with man. It, that's Oh, okay. <laughs> He's got it. There it is. We just we actually just done it. We just done it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And if you made it this far, wow! You are a true fan. You Have a good week, guys. Are a true fan. True fan. You are a true fan. True fan.
Hey everybody, Indy here, and thanks for watching the Conscious Club Podcast. Please be advised that this is a fan-made podcast. Even though we would love nothing more, we are not associated with Wolfpack, Wolf Records, LLC, Wolf Productions, Inc., or any associated acts tied to the greater Wolf Umbrella. We do this show out of love, not for monetary gain. We simply wanted an outlet like this to exist, so we made it happen, and I hope that's okay. Thanks for watching, and always remember, fee fi fo fum.